eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Welcome into Loho Daily. I'm Lawrence Holmes, a.k.a. Loho, and I am glad that you are listening to today's podcast. I'm excited to let you hear today's episode, and here's why. So on the radio show, if you don't know, I do a radio show on The Score from noon until 2 central time, 670 The Score. You can also listen on 670thescore.com. Am I giving you enough content? Yeah, okay. Anyway, I gave listeners an opportunity, since it's a a listenership filled with Bears fans, I gave the listeners an opportunity to to choose between three different cuts of a conversation that I had with Alex Brown. The choices were you could listen to Alex reminisce about losing the Super Bowl. The other choice was you could listen to him talk about not being on the top 100 list that the Bears put out. Very mad about that. And the third choice was him talking about Tariq Cohen and Tariq Cohen's upside. Now, there's more to it than that, and that's this episode here, and I'll get to it momentarily. But but let me just tell you, I was shocked that most people wanted to hear Alex talk about losing the Super Bowl. I thought that people didn't want to reminisce about it. It, it was 12 years ago. It was a loss. It, it, it stung. So I thought that people were going to run away from it, but they didn't. So we played it for him, and people enjoyed it. It was really good talk because Alex is great. The backstory on this is there's two backstories. The first backstory is Alex Brown came down here. I told him that I wanted to, to sit down and talk with him about his career. And the thing was that I wanted to talk to him about his broadcasting career, which I'll get to momentarily. He came down and was fantastic as per usual. He's one of my partners on our Bears post-game show, though we officially can't call it a Bears post-game show. So when we refer to it on the air, we refer to it as the football after show on NBC Sports Chicago. We sat here for two hours. It's really incredible. The whole thing is incredible. And I am going to make it available next week on my independent podcast, House of L. If you didn't know, I do two different podcasts. This one which I give you five days a week, and then House of L, which is more about journalism and broadcast journalism. I usually talk with one person for an extended period of time on those podcasts, and Alex is going to be my guest in two weeks, in two Tuesdays. 
from the time that you hear this. And it's going to be fantastic. You're going to really, really enjoy it because we go in a lot of different directions. But I wanted to share, and I figured I'd share the other, the the piece that finished second. I'm going to share that one on the air. And I thought that I would share this one on Loho Daily. Now let me give you the backstory on the question that I asked to elicit this conversation that you're going to hear Alex and I discuss. Two seasons ago, we were talking about Tariq Cohen in, in one of the postgame shows. And it was one of those weeks where Tariq wasn't being used enough. And the report was that because Tariq has been asked to do so much, that he's not just a running back, he's also a receiver, that there still, there still was a really steep learning curve as it had to do with how often and how much he could be used down the stretch. The, the thought was that he hadn't done enough prep work on being a receiver to be in in the two-minute drill. So the panel that I work with is Alex Brown, Lance Briggs, Matt Forte, at the time, Jim Miller. And you can imagine how those guys felt about the idea of not being prepared enough to be on the field. And that led to a really engaging conversation on the show where we we started talking about the difference between college football and pro football. The importance of college football versus pro football when it comes to being a pro, being a professional player. And being a professional player means that you're going to spend a lot more time studying your playbook. Alex said that very loudly on our show, that he thinks that Tariq can do better. He wasn't saying it in a... It was demonstrative, but it wasn't him just being an opinionista. It was him saying that because Cohen is so important to the team, they need him to get everything right. They need him in those two-minute situations because he's so versatile and so dangerous. They need him to be there out on the field. So that can't be a reason why he's not on the field, not knowing what it is that he's doing. So, strangely enough, Cohen sees the segment, or he heard about it or somebody told him about it. And that can go a couple of different ways. A lot of times when guys hear criticism, they reflexively will say, well, this person's a hater or that person's a hater, and they won't pay it any mind. Cohen decided that he was going to use the advice that Alex was giving him the way it was intended, meaning advice, saying here's a guy who's done it before, who's done it at the highest level, who might understand what I'm going through. Let me take this advice, this criticism, and let me turn it to my advantage. Let me see if I can make this into a positive and never let someone criticize me for that again. He did that. 
the cool thing was the next week, Tariq came on the show. So the Bears won. I forget what game it was, but it was, what, one of four wins that they had or whatever. He came on the show, and he thanked Alex for pointing out something that he wasn't doing well in a game in his preparation. He thanked Alex for that and used it as a positive. Now, look, you have to understand, when I hear from the producer, hey, Tariq wants to come on with you guys, I'm sitting here thinking that this is going to be a great television moment, but it's going to be a current player telling a former player to keep his mouth shut and I showed you, but it wasn't. It was the exact opposite of that. It was a very respectful Tariq Cohen taking the criticism as it was intended and using it to make himself a better player. In that moment, and it was a good conversation between he and Alex, but in that moment, I felt like the Bears may have stumbled onto a very special player, someone who is able to be coached. I mean, granted, Alex is coaching him from the studio and not on the field, but to just see that he was that willing to be coached was pretty remarkable, pretty remarkable indeed. So I wanted to run that back for you and let you hear Alex talking a little bit about why he felt it necessary to criticize why when it comes to his job as an analyst, he does take it so seriously and what it was like to get the feedback from Tariq that his message had been received. So that's this conversation. Take a listen. Very um, satisfied or happy for Tariq. Honestly, I was happy for him. But if you went back and you know who he was coached by and Rod Broadway in college, well, Rod Broadway was my defensive line coach at Florida. Okay. So Rod don't pull no punches. None. Zero. If he hurts your feelings, he hurts your feelings. He's not worried about that. So I didn't think it would hurt his feelings. I actually was hoping that he actually just heard me. That's it. That he heard it because you didn't you don't have anything else. There is no school. There is no homework. Your homework is football. There is nowhere to go. You don't you can eat at Hallis Hall. They have a cafeteria that they will make you food. You don't have to go home. You can stay there. There Six o'clock, we're gone. Why? Why do you have to go? You don't have to go. You're choosing to leave. And if you're struggling in any form or any fashion, stay your behind there. Watch more film. The coaches are still there. Trust me. Ask one of them. They will come in and help you with whatever you need help with because their job is on the line too. So they need you to be successful so the team can be successful. So I thought that he would take it. In a good way, I just hope that he heard me, that he actually, like, heard the show. So that's what I was hoping, that he actually heard it. I I didn't think, and if he did take it the wrong way, so what? I'm telling the truth. Just take a second, remove yourself, and look at it. And you tell me if I'm telling the truth. But he did, though. He did. No, he did. And not everyone does. No, not everybody does. And I'm, I played the game. I don't think I tell people now, oh, Alex, you look like you still could play. Oh, no, 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 no. Them boys will tear me up. No, I have I have so much respect 
So much respect for the game. I know I can't play the game anymore. I respect the guys that can play the game. I love that they're playing the game that they've dreamed about playing for a long time. Now, if there's something, any nugget I can give them about this game, I'm going to give it. Now, whether they want to take it or not, that's fine. Now, you can take it one way and then – Six months later, you see it play out, and you're like, damn, I should have listened. Well, yeah, you should have listened. Because, like we tell, well, I tell my son, he's 17. Listen, I've been 17 before. You've never been 39. You know what I mean? Like that. I, Tariq's in his, well, at the time, Tariq was in his, what, second year, first year? Son, I've done that. I've been where you're at. I've been to the point where I'm calling my wife at training camp, at the first training camp, balling my eyes out because I'm like, babe, I, I might need to find another job because the one guy on the offensive line that everybody wants to go against because they know they can get a win, he's whooping my ass. <laughs> like, I can't, I can't do anything. I can't, I can't do anything at practice. I've been there where you feel like you are the worst player there. Now you got to dig yourself out. And I had to. So if I've been there and I'm trying to help you do that, just take a second and listen to what I'm saying and don't worry about people talking about I'm hating because that's where they get it from. As a player, you've, you've been through constructive criticism all your life. It's the people around you that start to say, oh, he's just hating on y'all, man. He wish he, wish he was playing. He wish. No, I don't. Listen, I'm done. I don't wish I was playing. I see y'all hit people. I see these boys here, and I'm going, Ugh, like, oh, that hurt. Like, I don't want to do that. My fire that you need, you have to have to play this game, oh, my fire is out. It's gone. It's done. As far as playing football, I don't, I don't want to do that. I, I can't do it. Don't want to do it. Now, if I can help kids, I want to do it because that's what, I, that's, what I, that's what I enjoy, seeing Tariq turn that corner. Now, there's another corner that's coming up, which is here. Here's the keys to the Beamer. Don't wreck it. You know what I mean? Like that. Like, don't wreck it. Let's go. Let's see if you can drive. Let's see if you can drive this Beamer because that's what you got. You got you got a Lambo over here and this offense, and you could be the Kareem Hunt. Sorry. Um, the Kareem Hunt of this um offense, who is a very a super productive player in this offense. You can be that guy. Catching the ball out of the backfield, running between the tackles. You can be that guy. You believe you're that guy. So now let's go ahead and show everybody that you are that guy. Because I think he can do it. I think he can. I, I saw him take some shots last year that kind of scared me a little bit, but he jumped up from it. All right. Now I don't think he can take it for long. But for this season, I think he can be that guy. I think he can be the – Darren And I'm going to throw it out there. I'm going to throw it out there. I think he can be a 1,800 all-purpose bat. I think he can be that guy. Like running for – 1,100 yards, catch out back for about 680, something like that. I think he can do that. I really do. I think he can be that guy, but he got to be in shape. He can't get hurt. Those are the two things. You got to be available every week, and you got to come ready to ball because that position is critical. Look at what we did in the offseason. That tells you that that position is critical. We went and got Mike Davis out of uh, Seattle, so we tried to address the running back position then. We moved up in the draft. Well, we don't have any picks. We moved up to get a kid in Montgomery because that position is vital in this offense. You got to have it. And you need that one guy that can do it all so you're not predictable. So Teresa's going to get the first shot. He'll get the first shot. 
the rookie will get his shot, but Therese is going to get the first. And if he can show that he can do it, then Montgomery's just going to have to wait. So I'm pulling for him. I, I like the kid. I, re- I really like Tariq. Um, I, think he's a, I think he's a good dude. I think, he's, I think he loves football. And he I don't does. think we have a lot of – we'll have a lot of guys, not, not we as in the Chicago Bears, but in the NFL, I think there's a lot of guys that play football because they're good at it, not necessarily because they love – loving football to me is when the grass is cut, it reminds you of training camp, like that type of love for football. There's no – y'all want to go play pickup? Yep, you're the first one there. Like love football, just a football at it. I don't need to go anywhere. I'm good. I love football. Ain't nothing wrong with basketball. I watch it. But I don't want to play football. Like I, I like hitting people. I like making people miss. I like doing this stuff and just the game, the grind, the being in the locker room with the boys. Like that stuff, I love it. And that's football for me. And I think Tariq is one of those guys. I agree with Alex. I, I, I think that Tariq is one of those guys. And it's fun to watch him mature as a player and seemingly have as much fun playing the game as it looks like he's having. And and that's – I spend a lot of time with with Alex and Lance and, and Matt watching not just the Bears game but other NFL games. And it's really interesting to see the games through their eyes, see the stuff that, that they take seriously on game day and how they can tell whether or not a player is prepared for a particular day's game. So seeing that in Tariq, I think, is pretty awesome. And he's right, too, about what he expects, the, the, that level of expectation that Alex was talking about. It's higher now with Tariq Cohen because we've seen some of the special things that he can do. I don't know if I'm willing to go as far as Alex was with the yards from scrimmage, but I will tell you that you see it. And I have to admit, I when they drafted him, I was like, oh, when I heard people talk about Darren Sproles, it was uncomfortable. And the reason it was uncomfortable for me is because I I hold Darren Sproles in very high regard. I think he's a very special player. And to be able to mimic what he does on the field is not easy. So when you compare a player to that guy, they better be good. And in two seasons of Tariq Cohen, I, I think that I was wrong. And I think that it is fair to to compare him to Darren Sproles. Now, I don't know if he's going to be have as long of a career as Darren Sproles, especially considering the usage on him. But he's a smart, tough, dependable, and versatile player. I, I think when you see the, the Bears and the club dub stuff and – and this franchise being a little bit more swaggy than it used to be. I think that you can look directly in the direction of Tariq Cohen and say he's part of the reason why. The other thing that that, that was cool about that is just hearing the way that Alex attacks the job of broadcasting. I'm happy that I work with a guy like that that gets it that is taking his criticism seriously, even though we have a lot of fun on the show, we have a good time on the show. When it comes down to the X and O breakdown and what they think with their own football sensibilities, I'm very appreciative that those guys, they work at it and they don't just coast on the fact that their names, 
They they are paying attention to what's happening on the field with the Bears and around the league. And because of that, I think you end up getting a really, really good product. My fear is always, like, you know, I part of the reason I asked Alex about the Tariq thing in the first place was because, one, I was impressed with Tariq, but we were just coming off when he and I recorded this, the, the criticisms that Charles Barkley had leveled at some NBA players rubbed some of them the wrong way. And I thought Shaq had a really good line, and his line was, X players are here to give you the cheat codes that if you really want to get better, why not listen to an objective observer who is invested in you winning? And the guys I work with, Alex, Matt, Lance, they want the Bears to win more than anything. They don't want to have an angry show. And a lot of people, it gets me so frustrated in in, in covering teams that teams will act as if we don't want them to win. The teams that we cover, we desperately want them to win. It's good for everybody if the teams win. More people listen to my radio show or watch our TV show. They're reading more newspapers. They're invested. We want that investment because that investment ends up paying off for us. Just to be completely honest and selfish, it pays off for us. More people get to see us do what we do. So I hope you enjoyed it. I enjoyed sharing it. Thanks so much for listening to Loho Daily. Hit me up on Twitter. After you you check out this episode, let me know that you dug it, okay? Because I'm, I'm always trying to get good feedback on it. At Lawrence W. Holmes is where you can find me on Twitter. I'm glad that I shared this version of the, the Alex Brown interview. And again, I have another podcast called House of L, which is more individually driven. It's more about the person and more about journalism. You can find it on iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, Google Play Music. Just search House of L, and you'll see some of the great interviews that I've done over the last few, and know that the episode with Alex, the full two hours, is going to be available for you in two weeks. Thanks for listening.